welcoming my guests, Alex Luboff from Prosperity Mortgage. I wanted to be in a business that I did not have a ceiling. Take a pen and a piece of paper, draw a line. Draw another line next to it. At 365 days, if you drew 365 lines, you started here with one line, but look how far you've come. Alex, excited to talk with you today about all things finance for buyers and real estate agents. Welcome. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. We have a lot of great information that I can't wait to talk about today. So hopefully anybody joining us today can get some really good information out of this. It's a good timing too, right? The market softening a little bit in some in some ways and buyers that are sitting on the fence, you've been talking about this. Uh, it's time for first time buyers specifically to get off the fence. Interest rates, as far as I know, aren't going to be coming down to 5% or less anytime soon. So the longer that you as a first-time buyer wait to buy a home, the more expensive it's, it's going to be. As we look over a five-year forecast, we see growth of over five years of about 24% increase in pricing. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that, I mean, especially if the rates drop too, even if it's one year, two year, three year, four years, you know, we just anticipate home values to actually go up at that time because it increases affordability for people. So, you know, it's that age old cliche real estate comment that the best time to always buy real estate was five years ago. So, you know, now more than ever, I think, you know, it's time to, you know, look at the market for things other than just interest rates and, uh, you know, capture that real estate opportunity. Absolutely. So let's talk about the program uh, that you have at Prosperity Mortgage. I was very intrigued by it. I think it's a fantastic program. So why don't you walk us through that this morning, Alex? Sure. So what I'll do is kind of explain the grant and then I'll, after that, explain how it can be utilized for both buyers and real estate agents, actually. So this is a grant program that only Prosperity has. So it's not like um, other mortgage companies, lending institutions or banks have the same exact program. So we have a little bit over $18 million in a fund that we have set aside to uh, distribute out grant money over the next few years. So we anticipate this from a company standpoint that this will last over three years. So it's not going to be anything that's running out of money anytime soon. So it's not going to be something where, you know, we could uh, mention to a buyer and then once they find the house, the grant money won't be there. So I think that's an important piece of the puzzle that I just wanted to share. So basically it's this. Most grants have income limits, have credit score requirements, first-time homebuyer requirements. Our grant actually has none of that, okay? And there's two ways that a person can qualify for this grant money. The first one is the house that they are buying is located in what is designated as a majority-minority census tract. So we actually have a lookup tool where we would put in 123 Main Street, look up the address, and it basically either says yes or no. If it's located in a majority-minority census tract, we're able to provide the grant of up to $10,000 uh, that would go with different types of financing options, being conventional FHA or VA loans, okay? Now, the buyer has to be buying it as their primary residence, so it doesn't work on a second home and it doesn't work on an investment property, but anybody that's buying a property in what's designated as a majority minority census tract can get up to 10 grand towards closing costs on their purchase just because they're buying that particular address. And it's free money, there's no repayment, there's no second mortgage, there's no lien. 
And uh, it's pretty much just like, hey, here you go. Here's up to 10 grand. Congratulations and good luck with everything. It's amazing, right? Because most it, down payment assistant programs that we offer have repayments. And if you go to sell it in a couple years, then you know you have to repay that money that was distributed out at closing. This is here you go. You don't have to pay it back. Congrats on your new home. Now, here's another interesting fact about our grant program, too, is that if they buy in that census tract every 12 months after we do their initial loan, we could actually give them another $10,000 grant towards a refinance. So if you think about it, right, you know, we talked about, you know, interest rates maybe not coming down anytime soon, but if they do drop just a hair or maybe even level out and stay the same in 12 months, this would be a prime opportunity for somebody to use another $10,000 in grant money or up to $10,000 in grant money towards the refinance, which would cover, could cover closing costs and or mortgage rate buy downs. So it'd be a great opportunity to use 10,000, get in a house and then utilize another 10,000 every 12 months and have the opportunity to refinance if it does make sense at that time for that person. So Alex, we have a question. Sure. What does up to mean as an up to 10,000? So it's a great question. So we have different variations of first mortgage products that you could use the grant with. Okay. So I'm just going to give one example with an FHA mortgage. Okay. The grant per FHA is deemed something called an interested party contribution, which means we, the lender are providing a contribution towards the purchase. Okay. FHA has a 6% cap on that. Right. So what that means is we, the lender can only give that grant of up to $6,000 towards their closing cost on the purchase. Okay. What that means is like if you're buying like somewhere in like the 160s or above, you can utilize the full $10,000 towards closing costs. If it's like a little bit lower than the 160s, then it's you hit that 6% max, which would then be under that $10,000 grant availability. So that makes sense. So you obviously can't get more than that 6% that the FHA allows for seller assist or any kind of assist, basically, right? That, that, that's correct. Um, you know, the, the cool part about it, though, is this grant is stackable with certain types of other down payment assistance and grants that are available. So, so let's, you may talk know, about, let's talk yeah, about that. Yeah, for sure. So there's the, the Billy grant, which is 10 grand. So if you think about it with an FHA or a conventional loan, we can actually give our up to $10,000 grant in addition to the 10,000 Philly grant. And somebody can utilize up to $20,000 towards closing costs and down payment in that circumstance, because the Philly grant can actually be utilized towards down payment, not just closing costs. So yours is towards the closing costs. So the two point in Philadelphia County, for example, it would be the 2.14% plus title. Correct. However, we do have a couple conventional loan products where the grant doesn't have to meet that interested party contribution limitation. So for example, we have variations of conventional loans where somebody can put 3% down and get the full 10 grand towards their closing costs and actually even towards down payment in certain so situations. Could, could somebody buy a home, say, for $300,000, get the Philly grant, so they're putting 3% down conventional, one of your programs. So 3% of 300 is 9,000 down payment plus mm -hmm. the closing costs. So they, could they actually not have to bring any money to the table? 
Yes. In fact, I mean, we've had certain circumstances where we've given our 10,000, the Philly 10,000, and believe it or not, as a first time home buyer, they may qualify for an additional 5,000. So we have actually given out $25,000 in total closing costs and down payment assistance to somebody, which is our 10, Philly 10, and there's also a conventional 5,000 um, grant that's out there. So we have helped people buy with virtually nothing out of pocket which is amazing because, you know, if you think about it, you can't even get a rental without, uh, you know, shelling out first loss and security, but now you can buy a house with, in some cases, maybe nothing out of pocket. Wow. That's a pretty fantastic opportunity that buyers have today. And, you know, what's interesting, I'm going to talk a little bit about the seller side of the $10,000 grant. Yes. And what that means for the seller. So I think this is the most interesting part of the grant because I think it's useful for, for real estate agents too. Um, we talked about how somebody could qualify with buying in a certain majority minority census tract, but also if the person currently lives in a majority minority census tract, it could qualify, it will qualify for them to get the up to $10,000 grant on their purchase, regardless of where they're buying. Okay. Let me just give you an example, right? Let's say that Alex lives at 123 Main Street, okay? And I live there whether I rent or own, and I'm ready to buy a new primary residence, okay? Because I live at 123 Main Street, and 123 Main Street is in, is in a majority-minority census tract, I can then use an up to $10,000 grant on my new purchase, regardless of where it's located. So in other words, I could be buying in Philadelphia, I could be buying um, at the Jersey Shore, I could be buying in Texas, but because I live at 123 Main Street, that qualifies and kicks in the $10,000 grant eligibility on my new purchase because of just where I live right now. So that's amazing. So basically, so what we're doing is we're saying, okay, 10, 12, Arizona Street, whatever, qualifies. mm -hmm. So now this property qualifies for the $10,000 grant, right? So as a listing broker, we advertise that. So now the house, whoever's buying it, can get that $10,000. They don't even know about the program, but we're advertising the program as a listing broker or as a tool in the toolbox to sell this property faster. Right. So it's twofold. So one, we can now advertise the grant on your listing which could spark additional interest in the property, right? Because again, you know, who doesn't want free up to $10,000 towards closing costs? Who doesn't want an extra $10,000? I'll uh, take it. (laughs) Right, that they could utilize towards an interest rate buy down. In some cases, we were able to use $10,000 to get somebody almost a whole percentage point lower in interest rate because we charge them points, maybe equal to $10,000, and then utilize the grant money to pay for those points to get a significantly below market interest rate and then you know get somebody off the fence and enable them to buy that home but like what you said the other big selling piece of this is being able to walk into somebody's house on a listing appointment as the listing broker and say hey person on 123 main street not only are we going to be able to advertise this grant on your property and attract more business we're going to be able to get you a ten thousand dollar grant on your new buy on your new primary residence purchase. I mean, nobody's able to like walk into a listing appointment and create like a dollar amount value add 
on a new purchase until this grant program came out. It's amazing. You know, there's all these tools, Alex, right, that are in the toolbox, right? These mm-hmm. pro- your program and the CRA program is a great another tool in the toolbox. You know, virtual staging, home warranties, um, offering, you know, seller concession, buyer, uh, buyer broker um, opportunities, right? A little bit bonus and all these tools. Yet, how many how many agents really use the tools? So that's a good question. So, I mean, I've been getting the word out in the last couple of weeks for this grant program. And I got to tell you, I've had so many success stories with it. I mean, I've had real estate agents thank me for giving them the opportunity to walk into a listing appointment, present us to their seller and capture that listing because they were able to offer them something that nobody else could, which is a dollar amount of assistance towards their purchase just simply because they live in an address that's in a majority minority census tract. Absolutely. So I've had, we've been having some really great conversations with our clients over the last uh, week and a half in regards to this. And in fact, you know, I reach out to not just the people in our database, but we also reach out to expired listings for sale by owners and talking to them. I think, Alex, now is the time, you know, it takes uh, a lot more than just opening a door or answering a phone call to work with buyers and sellers in our marketplace. And you really need to be educated about what's going on as a real estate professional, whether you're in mortgage or whether you're on in the real estate side or insurance uh, in this current environment. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think we have to be the biggest cheerleaders for our industry. I mean, you know, you hear a lot of like negative stigma on, you know, on so- on social media, media, just in general, just saying, hey, you know, uh, you know, home prices are up, interest rates are up. It's not a good time to buy. But, um, you know, I feel like it's always a good time to buy. I mean, you know, I- it's a long term investment. Right. So, you know, the-, the one thing that might not be the best thing right now is like flipping a house because we don't know short term where the value is going to be on a home. But like, you know, if you're going to be in a house for like five to 10 years, I always think it's a great investment. I mean, I can just utilize, you know, my scenario. I'm I about my first house in March of 2006. You look at a chart of when not to buy a house. I think it was March 2006. Right? <laughs> Uh, the bubble started to, to happen with the financial yes. crisis. You know what I mean? So, you know, at the time, I mean, I bought my house, you know, somewhere in the mid 150s, right? And I think like, you know, right after I bought it, it probably was worth uh, under 100,000. So I couldn't sell it at that point, right? Well, I still have that house, right? And I have a positive cash flow with renting that home. And now it's probably worth around 200,000. So that is like the biggest prime example of how real estate in the end will always work its way out for a long-term investment. A hundred percent. And you can't build wealth owning, not, excuse me, not owning a home. So being a renter, you know, there are tons of information on this out there. Uh, Your net worth is only like $7,000. Right. Versus homeowners who's been a homeowner for some, some time their net worth is worth like $235,000. Which category do you want to be? It doesn't even make sense to rent. Rents are so high. You know, there's going to be so many more rentals. We talk about that coming up, which is pretty crazy. If you just drive around the city and look at all the, look at all the buildings coming out of the ground and that are out of the ground and they're finishing and rents are still high. So you need first last security. Every time you rent an apartment or a house right now, you could be, 
purchasing a home for pretty much nothing out of your pocket, less than you would have to rent and be a homeowner and in a year have equity already because we know that the prices are going to go up because of the small amount of inventory we have. Also, if you look at a 40-year history and you do a forecast based on the 40-year history historically and, and look to the future for the five years, you can see that you know over time, naturally, home prices increase between 3 to 4% a year. It's been an unprecedented time over the last several years where we've had 10% double-digit growth year over year. Now we see that softening quite a bit, but real estate has always been a great investment uh, for most folks. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, think about, you know, you, you have experience during, you know, when COVID first broke out with like people not wanting to buy, right? So let's look at like, you know, spring and summer of 2020, where people were like, hey, I don't know that I want to buy. Home prices are just out of control, right? So those people that bought in 2020, just alone now today, have gained so much appreciation because of how uh, much their home went up in value over those last three years, right? And even 2021, you can use that same argument. Even 2022, you can use that same argument that, you know, even when everybody thought that the home values were just out of control, it was still a good time to buy because of that appreciation factor. Yeah. Now it's just a little bit tougher with the, you know, the rise of the rates. It's not even like the fact that it is more expensive, mm-hmm. right? Because the rates are more expensive. However, on average, over the last 40 years, the average rate is 8%, as you probably are aware of. And the biggest thing, I think, is consumers actually absorbing that 3% interest rates aren't coming back. And it was under 5% for so many years. People just thought that was normal. Yeah, I think the, the, the other thing, though, too, is that like some folks aren't really paying attention to, uh, you know, when like when you hear like the Fed raising the rates and stuff like that. Right. So what that impacts is, you know, what kind of return you're probably going to get in your savings account, too. Right. So if you know, if you're not in one, you should create a high yield savings account somewhere where you can get over four percent in interest on a savings account. Like, I mean, you know, a couple of years ago, that was like point. Oh, four, right? You know what I mean? So, yeah, if you like think about, right. I mean, you know, at the end of the year, when you see how much interest you gained on whatever money, it's like 50 cents, right? It's, it's, a, but now, like, you can help subsidize that higher interest rate interest that you're paying for your mortgage with stashing a little money aside in a high yield savings account and gaining that, you know, four plus percent interest. So at the end of the day, you know, I don't think it's uh, a great idea to just look at interest rates and say, all right, well, they're in the eights now. That stinks. My payment's high. I'm going to wait. Right. I think it's better to look at that and say, all right, well, here's the interest that I'm paying for my mortgage, but here's also the interest that I'm going to be gaining on my money in a savings account. And then look at that compared to the payment and the interest and take more so that into consideration. Because if you think about like a couple of years ago, yeah, you know, you had rates in the threes, you had rates in the twos, you had rates in the fours, but you didn't really have any rates on savings. You know, now you have higher mortgage rates and high savings rates. Let's look at the whole big picture before we just make a blank decision and not buy because of the interest rates being too high. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So let's recap a little bit, um, Alex, FP Willard, on the Prosperity Mortgage Program for the 10K for the buyer and 10K for the seller. Yeah, so so again, it's up to 10 grand for a purchase for a buyer as a primary residence. 
if they're buying a home that's located in a majority minority census tract, and we have a lookup tool, again, basically you just put in one, two, three Main Street, it basically says yes or no. Uh, congratulations, it is. Unfortunately, it's not. And then if it is, obviously we can utilize that grant towards the purchase and some some um, capacity towards their closing costs, okay? Yeah, we'll drop that link in the comment section. Uh, absolutely. And then the other way is that if you're currently renting or owning or living in a majority minority census tract, regardless of where you are buying, you could also utilize that up to $10,000 grant money on their new purchase, again, regardless of where that house is located. So that is a fantastic program. I think that it can help a lot of people. It's really cool that your company came up with that and you're marked $18 million over the next three years. So I'm, that's a lot of money, $18 million. It's, it's $1,800, $10,000 grants over the next couple of years, right? $1,800, Well, wow. let's get 1,800 clients over the next three years. That is the game plan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been a, a very great conversation today. Thank you for taking the time out uh, this morning to talk all things real estate. And we will drop the link uh, so that you can check out if your property qualifies for it or a pr purchase that you're looking at qualifies for it. And Alex, how can people reach you? Yeah, and thank you and for always being an industry leader and in getting this information out soon, because I'm sure if you're a real estate agent or a potential buyer or seller, that this information could definitely be useful in your next upcoming sale or purchase. Absolutely. What's the best way for people to contact you? Cell phone's always best, 267-303-3368. Leave a message. If you get my voicemail, I'll always call you back. Yes, you do. You That's always right. call back. Alex, thank you so much today for bringing us some great knowledge and uh, we'll have you back in a, in a few months to see how it's all going. Awesome. We'd love to. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Thanks everybody for listening in today. We'll see what guests we have coming next week. So we'll announce that this week, everybody. Have a great day.